You're listening to episode four of Stirring's Podcast, where we take a deeper look at the mundane. I'm Andrea DeVries. And I'm Molly Young. Let's get started. In this episode, we wanted to do a bit of a summer recap. You know, summer's not over, um, especially <laughs> Still not quite in Texas. hot here. <laughs> <laughs> What's the temperature today? Like 100 degrees? Oh, 90 something, I think. Got sweaty right when I walked outside. <laughs> um, but it still feels like summer is ending. Like people are going back to school. Mm-hmm. The summer activities are kind of winding down. So we wanted to look back and make a mental note of things that we enjoyed. Because that's a good habit to be in. Mm-hmm. So do you want to get us started? Um, I think maybe let's talk about our favorite food, our favorite summer meal first. Sure. Um, a meal that I made quite a few times for Nicholas and I because it's fast and it's um, it's like a bowl meal. I like meals that are mm-hmm. kind of self-contained where there's usually some kind of grain and then a topping and it all just fits tightly tightly in a bowl (laughs) fleet is all about that so fun to eat (laughs) um but it's like a zesty shrimp where it's Mm. like cumin and cilantro and lime zest and um chili powder and salt and over rice and it's really fresh and light and summery yum and then recently when we had our girls adult adult sleepover sounds (laughs) That sounds naughty. Direction I want to go. <laughs> Grown up sleepover. Yeah. And we grilled salmon, which grilled salmon's like already my favorite food, but a seasoning that our friend Jessica brought was Wait, so... salmon's your favorite food? Did we talk about this that night? Yeah. Oh, I totally and, forgot I already. Mean, <laughs> and hamburgers. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Two unlikely foods that I would pick to be your favorite. I don't know. What would you pick my favorite? You don't need to answer that. I don't know. Maybe like... I don't know. It used to be chicken pot pie. <laughs> Are you serious? It That's just changes so funny. a lot. Um, <laughs> Hamburger is just like kind of came out of nowhere for me. <laughs> They're so good. <laughs> but with this particular salmon that we had, um, we put, the, our friend made this um, mango avocado basil salsa and it was so fresh and summery and it was just mm. like this the sweet with the salty which is always a good and then hot with the cold it's just such a good combo and textures and flavors it was so good okay what about you um so my i don't know i lost my sheet of answers but my one of my favorites was i guess it's kind of like it's taken different directions all summer sorry this is a long build up um i've i've been making different sauces and so we'll just have like kind of also build your bowl so you know in sprouted kitchen sorry this is the world's worst answer to this question um have you seen the new sprouted kitchen bowl and spoon their cookbook no but you've talked about it before yeah so like every recipe you can put it's in a bowl um and then like towards the end she has something called hippie bowls and so she just teaches you how to build a bowl and so it's like you have your like um rice or some kind of like carbohydrate um like farro or whatever you want and then you can put like 
um, your meat if you want and alternate it and then different sauces, different veggies, like just kind of, I don't know, it's not that groundbreaking, but she has like really good creative ideas. So this summer, Fleet and I got into, mainly just me, but I got into like making new sauces for things. So one that we've, we've really liked is we'll grind up in the food processor, avocado, olive oil, garlic, onion, and I've been putting different nuts in there, like cashews or something, um, and then we'll just serve it over, like, beef or chicken and rice or whatever, so um, spaghetti squash, we've been making that a lot and putting the sauce over it, or we'll make different sauces, like, I just realized the other day you can put, like, anything in the food processor and make a yummy sauce, (laughs) and then it doesn't really matter what you're putting it over, so I feel like it's helped us eat healthier I don't know just getting like veggies and stuff so anyways that was a really long answer for that um let's move on (laughs) um what have been some of your favorite either songs or albums or music that you've listened to this summer okay um one of my uh do you want to go first (laughs) Sure. I'm sorry. I need to pull up Spotify. It's okay. Like... It's okay. Um, I've had a couple of, yeah, I've had a couple of favorites this summer. Um, the new Need to Breathe album. Oh yeah. Called Hard Love is really good. So good. And it's kind of against all odds that I even like their music. <laughs> We've talked about this before because yeah. they're kind of like southern rock, kind of. I don't know. A little on the countryside. Yeah, some of their stuff sounds a little twangy, but it's so catchy. Like, I feel like that one makes me want to dance, and it's really good driving music and good running music. And Yes. I don't know. I just like their... It's just so good. Um, and then on Spotify, I've been doing using the radio um, facet of Spotify a lot, where you choose a song or an artist, and then it will play the radio. It's like Pandora, but Spotify... And um, the Jose Gonzalez radio is really good uh, for something kind of mellow. What kind of, like, who comes on with that? Oh, I don't don't know. Just, like, new ones? Yeah. I mean, a lot of his stuff, but then a lot of other things that I've listened to previously. Yeah. Not in particular that come to mind, but, but yeah, it's something worth checking out. Okay. I love that. um, I have the new Hillsong album, they're live. Um, of Dirt and Grace is so good. I just, we've talked about this a little bit, how, how, like, how timely their album releases are. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like it's always well suited to whatever I'm experiencing in life. Isn't that cool? I don't know how that happens. I don't know. (laughs) Probably the Holy Spirit. Yeah, right. (laughs) Okay, I do know. (laughs) But that's awesome. Really encouraging. And then my last one that's just really fun, um, Ella Fitzgerald and Louis Armstrong did an album together I don't know how old it is but it's called Ella and Louie and it's all these duets and they're like so good it's really fun to listen to when I'm making dinner when I'm I don't know just doing things it's like just a kind of a happy fun album that sounds very classic yeah sounds like a fun like getting ready for dinner album yeah Fleet likes to put that stuff on when I'm making dinner make it sound (laughs) like he makes dinner but he doesn't (laughs) okay I thought of some but they're not ones that you will like. <laughs> um, okay, so Fleet and I really like fr- this band called Frightened Rabbit. It was we actually our first dance was to one of their songs, and it's not like a first dance song, <laughs> but we really like them and we really like their words. 
um and they're scottish and they're so cool so they have a new they had a new album come out this year and um again i think i like it because all the songs i feel like are very timely like oh this fits into my life right now um i can't think of what it's called right now death dream i think is the name of the album um she's kind of a bummer name i know that's why i am you're like this is so good i'm like can't do it can't do it i know i keep telling you to listen to all this stuff this is a death dream listen it's like a hard metal it does but it is all their words are so good um it made me think of something else oh the decemberist this their album came out last year but it's like still one of my favorite albums for the summer um i also forget what it's called what a terrible world or something <laughs> what a beautiful world or i don't remember <laughs> picking <up>. another <laughs> but they have like so many good good lyrics and i just really like them um anything else something more like indie i guess is i really like mr wives right now um and then I don't know. Oh, a classic summer song. Last year, Andrew and I went to see the Punch Brothers. Do you remember that? Oh, I forgot the other one, Sufjan. So, but a classic oh, so summer song. I wouldn't song. forget that. <laughs> Do you remember that? <laughs> it was like Andrea's idea to go to see Punch Brothers. And I wasn't, I didn't really listen to them very much before that, but they were so good live and so fun and funny and just like really, like they all dressed up cute and it was just like such a fun concert. But um, what's that song that I like? Oh, Julep. Heaven's a Julep on the Porch. Mm-hmm. That is a classic summer song. So good. Um, and then, yeah, we went to see Sufjan last year, too. And I've just recently had a resurgence in my life of listening to his album. And it's so... I, it's weird because it's perfect all year round. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't decide what month it fits in. But I just listened to it the other day. I'm like, this is so perfect for right now. So that one's called Carrie and Lowell, and everyone should like it. it's about can i say what it's about yeah because it's too serious um so he had like a hard relationship with his parents and then um specifically his mom Mm -hmm. and then his mom passed away and this album is kind of like a tribute to her and like everything that she taught him and just like how he forgives her for a lot of stuff and it's very moving it's very raw yeah um but it's so it is really cool I, to see him kind of work his way through the healing through the lyrics and I don't know it's yeah a very cool album very I feel pretty different than a lot of his other stuff that he's done yeah you guys have it on on record yeah <laughs> like, <laughs> Fleet does not like it <laughs> it bums him out doesn't it <laughs> but he'll like if I'm sad or something he'll put it on for me even though it makes him sad. <laughs> it makes me feel better. <laughs> it makes me feel better. So, okay. What else did we want to talk about with our summers? There are some other categories. Um, what have been some shows that you've? Or I can t- I can talk about shows. The okay. shows that I've yeah. liked this summer. Um, we just finished rewatching Downton Abbey for the second time. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> it's so good, man. We are. We just get. We're just so invested in that show. <laughs> I just read this library book all about. I read about it on the blog a couple times, but it's all about like the traditions and customs of the time. So knowing all that background info makes watching the show so much more fascinating about knowing the customs and they're like really funny 
things you would never notice, but now the second time around I noticed. Um, like when they have these big nine, nine or ten course dinners. And um, there was just like this understood custom that um, you, out, you spent part of the dinner talking to the person on one side of you, and then at this previously agreed upon time, it would be quote-unquote time to turn. And oh then you'd gosh. turn and talk to the other person and just kind of really interesting social. Um, and they just knew when to do that? I don't know, but I, I, I missed it. Um, Lord Grantham, who's like one of the main characters, um, he, I could never, I missed it the first time around, but the second time they're at a dinner party and says, oh, it's time to turn. And then he turns and talks Aww. to the other person. I just think it's so interesting how different their way of life was. Um, and then another like really fun one also I don't know I feel like it some people would consider it a guilty pleasure but we actually thought it was so so good as um, Friday Night Lights um, which we never saw when it came out years ago I feel like we were in high school when it came out I haven't seen it either um, a lot of fun fact a lot of it was filmed in Austin or in Pflugerville like right where we live yeah um, like across the street like across the street (laughs) literally Clayton and Molly live across the street from the high school that I was filmed at so it's kind of fun because this isn't like Right now, this is our hometown. It's kind of fun to have, like, a little, like, hometown yeah. pride about it. Yeah. That's and awesome. it's just, like, a really good drama. I don't know. We just liked it. I've been told to watch that many times, but I, I, for some reason, I'm like, oh, it's about football. No, thank you. I mean. I don't know. Yeah. A lot of it isn't football, <laughs> too. It's just really good. I know. I'm guessing it's not really all about football, but it doesn't sound that exciting to me. It's funny how different our tastes are. I know. Like, I feel like we're, I feel like we're good friends. We are good friends. <laughs> And we have a lot of similar interests, but then, like, looking at each other's lists, I'm like, everything is so different. <laughs> but that's good, I guess. can be good. So, mm-hmm. my summer show, I recommended to Andrea, and she hated it. <laughs> but I'm going to recommend it to you guys, because it's the best ever. Um, it's Veep. It's about the vice president of the United States. It's a comedy. Every episode is, like, 20 minutes, and there's way too few episodes out right now, but... It's so funny. It's with Julia Dreyfus from Seinfeld and then um, Buster from Arrested Development. What's his real name? Tony Hale. Um, and then who else is in it? There's a bunch of people in it, but it is so funny. And I will say this, which I don't think Andrea did, but you do have to give it a few episodes to get into it and to get into the... It's kind of like Arrested Development. Like I don't know of many people that were like hooked from episode one. But then the more you watch it, it's like, wow, this is really, it's well thought out. Very, like every episode is just like everything ties together and it's really funny. So yeah, maybe I, I watched a couple episodes and maybe, <laughs> maybe I didn't give it enough a shot. I don't, I don't it's, think I'm going to try it again. It's totally fine. <laughs> but I if guess. anyone else tells me they don't like it, then I'm going to flip the lid. <laughs> just kidding. Um. So that, that was my favorite summer one. Oh, I didn't tell you this, Andrea. Well, maybe I did, but I started Vikings. Oh, you did tell me. Yeah. yeah. And there's a lot of, like, I told Fleet yesterday, I'm like, I don't like it. And then I watched another episode, and I'm like, I do like it. <laughs> but some of the episodes, if there's, like, there, uh, maybe I should tell you about this later, but one of the episodes, like, kind of made me really sad, and it was, like, a lot of blood, so I couldn't, I can't really handle that. It can be, it can be a really violent show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, just kind of graphic, yeah. But it's kind of fascinating, like, they're, mm-hmm. you really like, um, time piece shows. Like, yeah, yeah. You like, like to dive pieces. into, like, yeah. 
<laughs> makes me more of an escapist or something yeah <laughs> no it's probably i don't know probably don't, means you're really smart <laughs> probably <laughs> i've always liked i don't know a lot of yeah like period pieces i suppose yeah. you could call them yeah. yeah like you probably should have been born a pilgrim oh no thank you you know that was <laughs> wasn't I that forgot about dream? that didn't was it a pilgrim or didn't you want to it wasn't a dream we just <laughs> growing up with my friends Liz and Lauren we would be playing in the front yard hunting and gathering as you do <laughs> as one does with our swimsuits <laughs> and our towels strategically wrapped around <laughs> to look as dramatic as possible and I I always wanted we are always like American Indians Native Americans and I always wanted to for whatever reason I was a super dramatic little kid <laughs> I, was, I was like okay let's say that I'm the pilgrim that got left behind. Um, that was my role. Like either that always. or or I always wanted. I would always say, okay, let's say because I wanted like peak dramatic experience. Say, <laughs> let's say I die because I first was like a morbid little kid. I don't know, but I, <laughs> for whatever reason, I thought that that would be very dramatic if my character died. Right when you're playing dress up, and, and it is dramatic. It is, and except then you're out of the game. I know you just kick yourself out. I don't know. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> so then do you just like monitor everyone else? I don't remember. Make sure they're playing dramatically enough. Right. <laughs> Anyways. Um what else did we want to talk about summer wise? Summer we did music and oh, um did you read any books? Um, I did read a few books. You um, mentioned the Downton Abbey one. Yeah, the Downton Abbey book and then um I also read Wild and Free. Um, which we can link to a lot of this stuff in the show notes too, if you're curious, which is just excellent. It's all about, um, the kind of the dichotomy that we, not dichotomy isn't the right word, but the struggle we face as modern women, um, where we feel both that we're too much and too little and, um, by embracing one of those wholeheartedly, we are, um, kind of selling ourselves short of who God created us to be as, as mm-hmm. his children and as, like, wild and free women um, that, like, living in a biblical... I don't know, I'm not saying this well. <laughs> it's okay. It sounds really good. It's really good. Um, I would wholeheartedly recommend it. Like, I underlined a significant portion of the book. Um, just, like, it's a good reread, too. One that I would see myself referencing in the future. Yeah, you gave it to me to read, and I have to do it. I will do it. Okay. So my, oh sorry, go, did you have any more? Books? That's it, okay. really. Um, my 2016 resolution was to f- complete three books. So far, I have read zero <laughs> in its entirety. You've read like and point two books. Yeah. I, well, I, you know, I picked up that eyes wide open thing, and I got really into it for a day, and then I think. So in middle school and high school, I used to love reading. It was so fun. And I think technology has a big impact on my ability to read now because it needs to be, like when we watch a TV show, it needs to be fascinating or we won't watch Mm -hmm. it. Like everything needs to be gripping you. Mm -hmm. And just the act of reading, like there's no pictures and no images, you know, it's like, I don't know, I feel like I'm cheapening myself a little bit by not challenging myself to read 
and I want to be a reader. I want to use that part of my brain. I want to learn big words and um, anyways, it's like really important to me to do it, but at the same time, I really struggle to make it happen. So I think you make a valid point there. Like I, I think with so much media, we can just be kind of passive consumers of it. Mm-hmm. We're not really engaged in it. We're not, doesn't require any effort from us. We can just sit on the couch watching Netflix. Whereas like reading requires more participation, I think. Right. You have to put effort into it. Yeah. I mean, I struggle with the same thing. Yeah. You're saying, I mean, and then also a lot of the time I just want to knit. Yes. I was going to say that. (laughs) If you watch TV, you can knit. I've tried to knit and read, but it's very, you know, like you have to have two hands to knit. Yeah. So. I mean, maybe someone can do it with one hand, but I don't know them. (laughs) So anyways, I think, yeah, but I really, I need to do this. Like, it's important that I can read three books in a year. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I I am reading my systematic theology book. Yes. Which it's really, has a weird effect on me. Like when I read it, it's, so it's like a, it's a theology book. It's about God and the Bible and, um, it's really intense, but then when I read it, it makes me want to read my Bible more. It's awesome. So, kind of a weird catch-22 situation. <laughs> I think I misused the catch-22. <laughs> I just wanted to say a phrase. <laughs> no, I think, you think you, maybe you used it appropriately. I think I always misuse it. It's just weird that I would want to read more after I'm tired from reading, but yeah it's working so that's cool but anyways whoever is listening to this you can encourage me to read more because I want to do that um that's all so I don't really have any books (laughs) to say to my reading list um well and the other thing we think we did a couple more things we wanted to mention about summary things um what were some of your favorite like activities that you did this summer yeah um this summer I got back into biking so I'm like terrified of bike rides um and so why, why is that I was in an accident in college and I had to get a lot of stitches and it was kind of a big ordeal and it was a road bike and service so and the bike I have now is a road bike so I just feel really like nervous about every single stone and that I pass <laughs> and every turn that I make and every little baby hill I go down but um in our backyard, there's this path, not our backyard, but like connected to our backyard. It's this path and it, um, all the parks in Pflugerville are connected by this path. And so it's really safe and there's a ton of people around. There's like water fountains along the path and um, it's just, it's like really inviting. So I've been riding my bike or Fleet and I will ride over to our Bible study at Jessica's and that's like five minutes away. Um, and so one night, one of our my favorite activities was Fleet and I jumped on our bikes and we rode downtown, downtown Pflugerville, which is like a minute away, <laughs> not downtown Austin. Um, we rode downtown. We went to this terrible Mexican restaurant <laughs> that I never want to go to again. Um, but it was really fun. We just like parked it. We brought our bike lock and we like parked them in the back of the restaurant by the dumpsters and we went in there and it was just like a super fun memory and Fleet was making fun of me because I was kind of grossed out being in there. Like the restaurant is not up to code in any way. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like I might die from eating there. 
Um, you made it. <laughs> we survived. And then on our way back, we were riding our bikes. Actually, we got off our bikes and we were just walking in the dark with our headlamps and we were talking um, down like the Pflugerville streets. It was really fun. And um, we met one of our neighbors that night. She was just sitting out on her porch and Flea was like so sweet. He just really wanted to talk to her. And um, like she invited us inside to see her house. And so we went in there and like Fleet was like, sometimes he just like turns into this huge conversationalist and um, he was loving it. And then it just made me like really happy to be married to him that like I like when our marriage is like outwardly focused and we like encourage other people and Mm -hmm. like have the energy and availability to like be there for someone. And she was like having a really bad day and um, she had like all these, she was moving and she had all these moving problems and Fleet was like trying to help her figure them out. (laughs) It's just like, it was a fun date. Mm -hmm. So that was a fun summer memory for me. What about you? Um, well, I, I guess, yeah, one of my favorite, we, we had a little date with Nicholas. We um, he had to work on, it was a Saturday, and so we thought to make the best of the situation, we thought it'd be fun to go downtown um, and have coffee so that I can knit or read or do whatever while he worked. And then... Um, it sounds like, like a good situation. I know. <laughs> best case scenario. It always helps to drink something that's kind of yeah. fun. Um, and it was like, um, like a hundred degrees and, oh um, we were there till like five and then we're like, well, I guess we might as well get dinner cause we're downtown. So we thought, okay, well it's kind of a long walk, but I guess we'll walk cause that sounds more fun. Cause we like walking places. Um, <laughs> it was so hot. Aww. We walked and went to this place called Coriente, which is kind of this Asian fusion restaurant that has a lot of bowl foods. It was so good. Bowl foods. Yeah. Love those bowls. <laughs> <laughs> And then we, um, and then we ended up getting like a soft serve ice cream cone, which ended up like in my hair and like on my <laughs> shirt and on my pants and like, because you, there's no graceful way to eat an ice cream cone when it's like a hundred degrees and you're walking like 25 blocks. That's um, true. Not, uh, we ate the ice cream cone much faster than that, thankfully. <laughs> it was just such a fun day because it was spontaneous. We're not really super spontaneous people. So it was fun. I don't know. We just, we got to talk a lot and. That laugh so about fun. It and eat good food and it's just a really good day that sounds like all the fun things it was it was checked out all the boxes <laughs> you know it sounds good right now not to interrupt you but this is worth it lick ice cream oh my god <laughs> okay oh okay uh, sorry go back to okay. your, your I, memories um and then yeah i um nicholas and i have been going to the movie theater a lot um and we'll go at like kind of weird times <laughs> We saw Star Trek, and we went at, like, 10 a.m. on a Saturday, which, like, who does that? But that's really fun. Turns out the most fun people ever go at Star Trek at 10 a.m. Because I feel like everybody in the theater was having a blast, and so... That's the best. Like, the theater was was maybe only, like, a third full at that time, but um, people were laughing, so... I mean, it was was actually a pretty funny movie, and it just sounded like... Nicholas said afterwards that it sounded like there was a laugh track playing. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> we just had so much fun. And then, or we'll go at like 5 p.m., like a really early dinner, go at like 5 p.m. and then have the whole evening ahead of us. I don't know, it's just, um, we saw Tarzan recently too, that we, we liked that too. Are there any good ones coming out? Oh, I don't know. No. We'll have to ask Maybe. Nicholas. Yeah, he's that. <laughs> he always <laughs> knows. He's, <laughs> he's just like, I feel like that's kind of his go-to fun thing to do. Yeah. Um... That's awesome. Yeah. 
Um, what else? Oh, we went to the pool a lot this summer. Yeah, we did. A lot, like twice. <laughs> it felt like we were there all the time. Andrea would come over and we would get on our bikes because there's a pool and like our backyard is awesome, not to brag, but it has like this community pool is like a minute away, connected on the path. Mm-hmm. And so we'd get on the bikes and go over there and meet Jessica or whoever wanted to come. And we only went like two times, but it seems like a key crucial memory of our summer, right. doesn't it? <laughs> I think I felt so nostalgic like while we were doing it, even though that wasn't ever part of my childhood, like biking <laughs> in the community pool. And that we're, I know we're like adults, and <laughs> but it was so fun. I mean, I, I grew up going to the beach a lot up in Minnesota because there are lakes everywhere, and I don't know. Yeah. Um, I think maybe the combination of like bike ride and going to the pool and... Plus, it's like the only thing that you want to do outside yeah. when it's hot. It sounds so good. But it was like reliving a part of my childhood that didn't happen. I had a great oh. childhood. <laughs> it was just seems like like the quintessential summer thing to do yeah. that most people do when they're like 12. But now that we're in our yeah. 20s, we, you know. <laughs> Maybe people kind of stop doing that at okay. a certain point. Not we us. probably had them more fun than anybody else. Yeah, the <laughs> so true. Um, you know what else I did this summer? What? I started a garden thanks to Andrea's mom who helped me <laughs> with a lot of it. <laughs> I got her number and texted her like a hundred questions. Andrea's mom, Barb, is like an amazing gardener. <laughs> world probably a world class gardener. <laughs> I don't know. She's probably had medals or something. I don't know. But I just asked her all my questions. I still text her, did I tell you that? And no, ask her ask her questions. <laughs> Like, are these okay? I was telling mom, I was like, I want you to design my gardens when we have a yard. <laughs> she kind of helped me design mine. Yeah. I mine like in this ugly format. And she's like, think about arranging it in a way that would be attractive to the eye. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, good point. <laughs> but Barb, if you're listening, um, my garden is thriving. My time died, which is sad, but other things are thriving, so... I was going to make a really bad joke, but... <laughs> time, something with time being dead? I don't know. <laughs> no, it wasn't it's there. not even it wasn't worth revisiting. <laughs> <laughs> Moving forward. Um, what else did you guys... Do you have any other fun summer memories? Um, did you go anywhere this summer? I visited... I went up to Minnesota to... Um, my friend Sarah got married. And I actually got to see all... I'm actually keep pretty close in touch with maybe like 15 or so of my friends from high school, which is kind of... a lot. Super unusual. very popular. (laughs) (laughs) We just... We all did the same student ministry in high school. Um, It's like the high school version of Campus Crusade at that time was called Student Venture. Oh, yeah. And our... It's been really cool to see how our friendships have just kind of weathered the... Weathered the storms of whatever young adulthood or whatever. <laughs> like we still um do have really cool friendships um so we are actually all in the same place I think since the first since Nicholas and I got married um were they all at your wedding yeah I think oh. nearly everybody was there That's um awesome. so it was, we had a game we had the wedding and then after the wedding we all went over to one of our friends houses and played games and it was just like so good for my heart to spend time with these people and yeah um, and to see my family and I saw my grandma and it was just a really good weekend and then um Nicholas's family came to visit also and just like a super fun week that we had one of my favorite things that we did we went um 
cliff jumping. Oh, that's right. <laughs> um, which, like, I mean, it wasn't a super... I think maybe it was, like, 20 feet, 30, 30 feet. That, I think maybe that 25. is a lot. When um, you're up there, it feels like a lot. I, I like to think that I'm an adventurous person. Sometimes I am, but... Man, it was like <laughs> took everything within me to jump off. Oh, <laughs> um, that was awesome. really fun. You have a cute little video from that too. You should put it in our show yeah, notes maybe I'll in case anyone it. wants to go to Inks Lake. Yeah, Inks which Lake's I do. Park. So yeah, you never <laughs> put it in there, there. for me. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think so. Our kind of our our aim in this episode was to talk about summer stuff because it's so. The temptation is to always anticipate the next thing, to kind of like not really live our lives in the present but to think about like what's next what's next yeah um and that's really selling ourselves short i think of of like we're not i think when doing so we're not as grateful for what we're experiencing right now in the very present time so even though we're like excited about fall and we want to talk about fall things (laughs) (laughs) um it is important to i think take a moment to acknowledge like this is where we're at right now and like we can't wish away the present time um and the future won't necessarily be better or worse you know not, yeah, not trying right. to be a debbie downer about the future <laughs> but um there's so much to be said about what we're experiencing in life right now like we'll never be in summer 2016 ever again right <laughs> oh, i think sounds... you're i think you're really good at that actually of like it's it seems like whenever i every day that we hang out i feel like you always have like a list of like I don't want to say small things like they're unimportant but you notice things like you'll tell me a story about Nicholas that like I feel like other people in their marriages might not appreciate like take that moment to appreciate or something Mm -hmm. like I feel like I don't think about things in that detail that you do a lot of times and it's like it's really encouraging to me when you're you say like oh I had fun today you know like we sat and had fika (laughs) and it was so fun you know you just are like very intentional about your time together like our time together whatever I feel like you always have something that you're like grateful for Mm. so I like that about you thank you (laughs) um you should tell them what Fika is okay so (laughs) um I've been on so I have like Swedish American Norwegian American and Finnish American heritage but I'm like I've always (laughs) on this huge kick right now (laughs) there's this like a Swedish I think originally Swedish practice called Fika Um, which is essentially the practice of like a daily ritual of sitting down with it can be whatever you want to drink frequently it's coffee or tea and like a little treat like a cookie or a piece of cake or something um with an generally with another person just like a moment to stop and be still in your day and enjoy the beverage and the treat and the company and Mm -hmm. um it's called fika and the Swedish, I'm going to butcher this pronunciation, probably the Swedish, <laughs> let me say, Skavi Fika, like shall we Fika, which sounds so much better than, okay, do you want to meet together at a coffee shop and have coffee and talk? <laughs> like, and a snack. And a snack. <laughs> um, I just love, like, the conciseness of it, but also the intentionality of it. So we've been practicing Fika, and yeah. I feel like when I get, like, on board with something I kind of want to like evangelize everybody about it Angela Angela That's my Andrea name. is a huge evangelist I'm like, I'm like Molly you have to try this Andrea can sell me on anything <laughs> so lately we've been having Fika um 
with um, with Nicholas, which means I've been like baking a lot, which is probably great for our waistlines. But it's fine. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and then knitting is like perfect mm-hmm. with Fika. I don't know. It's just like it's a match. That's yeah. So perfect. Um. Anyway, so that's kind of we've been doing a lot of Fika lately. Um. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't know how to use it as a verb. I feel like we, Fika comes up in our conversation a lot. Now. Right. I brought my book with today for unrelated purposes, but I can look in there as a reference. Oh, nice. <laughs> I have a book all about Fika that I bought. You with brought a, it with you. Well, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I have to That's make something awesome. for our anticipated Fika this afternoon. Because Nicholas is working from home today. Oh, nice. Um, but speaking of knitting, what are you working on right now? I am working on four projects. This is getting out of control. It's okay. I was looking at Ravelry this morning. Ravelry is kind of like the knitter's Facebook, for lack of a better term, where you can catalog your projects and find patterns and look for yarns. It's way better than Facebook. It helps you be very organized. Right. But I'm st- I am still feel disorganized yeah. on it. But. but I thought this might make you feel a little bit better because okay. I, I was looking at somebody's profile and they have 21 works in progress right oh, now. Oh, wow. That makes me feel so much better. <laughs> it's really that stressed is stressful. Me out. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So I feel like four, as long as you don't let it get to like five or six or seven or 10 or 21. There's a reason that I added the fourth one on because I wanted to, I was like, oh, I need to hurry up and get this finished for someone for a purpose. So yeah, normally yeah. I wouldn't have started that, but I made an exception. So I am making. For my sister, Megan, um, I'm making her a shawl, and I let her pick out the pattern, and I kind of let her pick out the yarn. Basically, we went to Hill Country Weavers, and I found the Madeline Tosh fingering weight, and I said, you can pick one of these. (laughs) (laughs) But she did like it, so. Um, So I'm making her a shawl, and then I'm making two hats. One is for my friend Amanda, who's also a twin, and... um, I'm making the a brioche hat from Andrea Maori. I don't, I don't. No one knows who that is, so that's fine. We can link to it. Yeah, we can link to it. Curious to see what the hat. It's gonna like. be super cute, and it looks like Amanda. I feel like it looks like yeah. her style. Um, and then I'm also making a hat for myself uh, for fun. Cause my very first project I made on my own after Andrea taught me to knit was a hat, and it was very cool that I made it, but looking back I'm like this is ugly so I actually ripped it out and I um I rewashed the wool and everything and dried it and I'm starting over and making something that I actually really like so it's kind of rewarding and then the fourth project is my first pair of socks I've never made (laughs) socks before so this is really fun I'm using size one needles which are like the tiniest ever they're like toothpicks yes (laughs) And they're, it's so fun. It's it's kind of hard to get started, but it's very fun. So, oops. Okay. So those are my projects. What are you making, Andrea? Um, I'm currently working on two projects. I kind of max out at two because even when I get bored with them, if I only have two, then I have to like bring right. it to completion. I mean, I had three recently, and it really stressed me out. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm making a shawl for my grandma um, as a belated birthday present, but I'm. I'm telling myself it's okay because she wouldn't wear it yet. It's too hot right, right now for her to wear it. But that's kind of fun. Um, and then I'm making a hat with, like, it's like a striped hat. It uses, like, a little bit of color work technique. It's really fun. Neither project is super, like, technically challenging, but they're both um, enjoyable and portable, and it's fun. Aww. I'm looking forward to 
I, I think I like bigger projects. I've knit a lot of accessories since I started knitting like years ago. Um, but I think like garment knitting is super fun. And it's like a little bit more rewarding because you have, you have to, it puts, requires a lot more effort and planning, but then that pays off so well to make a customized garment sweater right. or whatever. Right, like making. a sweater. Yeah. So I think um, I'll have some more like a little bit bigger projects planned coming up, but I want to focus on the, bring these to completion before we delve yeah. into that. Yeah. I love um, it. Well, I think that's probably a good place for us to stop. Yeah, I think that's great. Um, we For our next segment, we wanted to do something. Um, so Andrea and I are both from the Midwest. Um, I'm from Indiana, and she's from Minnesota, but also Indiana, kind of. Um, and we wanted to do um, a segment called Questions from Midwesterners, just about, um, so now that we live in, this place that's like super different <laughs> I feel like our lives are are very different but I just we just wanted to know if anyone had any questions about um what it's like you know living someplace different or coming from the midwest so my brother Adam after he listened to the first episode he's like you need to define what kombucha is <laughs> so if anyone has any questions from us we would love to do that and just talk about some new things going on in yeah. our lives. Just have like a little discussion about regional culture and yeah. how like the places we lived have affected us. Um, not that we're experts on Austin or anything, but it is interesting to compare right. Midwestern culture versus... And we're experts. Yeah, I guess, I guess so. <laughs> Molly says so, then we are. Um, I think, yeah. I think that's great. Thank you so much Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. That was very nice of you. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.